One day I was talking to my mother. This would have been 20 years ago because she died in uh, 2002. We were talking on the phone. I lived in Dallas. She lived in another city. And she said, oh, today Billy, that's her cousin, who was living at that time. Billy and I went to the place where the government was giving out free food, and we got big blocks of cheese. I was horrified. I said, Mother, don't do that. You can buy your own food. You have plenty of money to buy your food. And if you ever get to the point you don't have money to buy your food, you call me, I'll send you money. Don't take that free food from the government when you don't even need the food and you can buy the food. She said, well, I just went with Billy because Billy was going to go pick it up. And they asked me if I wanted some, and I said, sure. I said, never do that again. Live honest lives. Pay for your food. Pay for your expenses. Earn the money to pay for them. One day, I was in something like Walgreens drugstore, and a man, big man, walked up to me and said, Lady, will you give me a dollar for a gallon of gas? And I said, No, I will not. You're a big, healthy-looking man. You go out and get a job and earn that money. Paul says, if a man will not work, neither shall he eat. Churches everywhere are violating this rule. Able-bodied men who could do some form of work, God would see that they could get a job if they wanted a job. They don't want to live an honest life. If a man will not work, neither shall he eat. There is a difference between taking free food when you can pay for your food and taking such things as Social Security payments from the government. You have paid into Social Security. Your employer has paid into Social Security. That is money that you have basically earned. Concerning Medicare that in the United States, that's their medical program. In England, I believe they have socialized medicine, which keeps the cost of medical care under control. I don't know what they have where you live, because I don't know where you live. But live honest lives in the sight of God. Do that which is right in the sight of God. Pam Padgett told me that when she lived with her grandmother and took care of her grandmother and worked also at a secular job, her cousins wanted her to sign her grandmother up for some kind of free aid program with the government. And Pam said, I won't do that. She said, if Grandma doesn't have money to pay for what she needs, I'll give her the money. 
Now that is a Christian. Live righteous lives in the sight of God. When you have an opportunity or when something comes your way where you could uh, get free money from the government or free programs from the government, be very careful about this. Find out what God wants you to do. There was a time that a man sued me. I had hired a lawyer, and the legal bills were just eating me alive. And I saw the scripture in Isaiah fifty four seventeen: no weapon formed against you will prosper, but every tongue that would rise against you in judgment, thou shalt condemn, for this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and the righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. And I decided, based on that scripture, I was a new Christian, and now I am a Christian, and so that promise and that word of God applies to me now. So I decided I would dismiss my attorneys and go to court without any human legal counsel. I was a new Christian, so I made an appointment with my pastor. I went to him and told him my plan. And he said, Joan, I perceive that you have the faith to do this this way. Well, that was confirmation to me. So I called my attorney and I said, Gordon, I'm a Christian now and I have seen this scripture. And I read the scripture to him. And I said, this tells me that no weapon that's formed against me will prosper. And this is a weapon formed against me and it will not prosper. Therefore, I have decided to dismiss my attorneys because the bills are eating up my entire profit from my business and very soon I will be in debt if I continue this way and God has told me to get out of debt and stay out of debt. So I've decided based on this scripture to release my attorneys and I will go to court and defend myself. Gordon was horrified. He said, Joan, you can't do this. You have no idea how evil the courts are today. You can't do this. And it'll only take about $10,000 more to try your case. And I said, $10,000? Gordon, stop. Don't do anything. Don't do anything further. Send me a bill for what I owe you, but don't do any more work. The following week, Gordon came into my shop and said, Joan, I want you to know that we have decided at the law firm to try your case without any further cost to you. I just looked at him. What is going on here? I didn't hear God mentioned in this. I said, Gordon, I don't know. I'm just going to have to get back with you on that. So I said to God, after Gordon left, what do you want me to do? 
And God reminded me of a section of scripture concerning Abram, Abraham, and it is in Genesis chapter 14. There had been a war, and Abram's side had won the war. And the king of Sodom said to Abram, Give me the persons and take the goods to thyself. And Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have lifted up mine hand unto the Lord, the Most High God, the possessor of heaven and earth, that I will not take from a thread even to a shoe latchet, and that I will not take anything that is thine, lest thou should say, I have made Abram rich. And when I saw that scripture and heard the Holy Spirit speak that scripture to me, when I asked God, what do you want me to do about this free legal service? When I heard that, I knew God was telling me, turn down the free legal service, which I did. And I told Gordon exactly why I was doing it. Six days before we were to go to trial, I got a phone call from this man who was suing me from his lawyer. And he said, I want you to know, since you don't have a lawyer, I'm calling you to tell you. My client dropped all charges. And my statement to him was, did he drop all charges against everyone he was suing? Because he was charging the Better Business Bureau of Dallas and Fort Worth and about four or five other dealers in American Indian arts, including myself, as conspiring to keep him from doing business out of a motel in Dallas. He was an itinerant salesman of American Indian jewelry, and he would come into various cities, rent a motel room, advertise it for 70% off, and sell jewelry in that city. He said we were conspiring to keep him from doing business. All that I've done is the Dallas Morning News asked me to write an article how a consumer can protect themselves in purchasing American Indian arts. I didn't even know the man. I had heard of people doing this. The lawyer said, no, he cut everyone loose. Basically, when we are of God and live godly lives, Everyone in our path is blessed. Live honest lives. Don't be negligent and do things that are wrong in the sight of God. Pray and ask God what he wants you to do about situations. Thank you for allowing me to speak this to you today.